not poor. <laughs> Luke's twitching over there. I've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Oh gosh, I'm just looking no. at Tony's face. No, we are. We are roll the damn dice with extra guests who we'll, we'll get around to in just a second. But this is going to be our festive little two session one shot. Um, <laughs> that you'll yeah. get over four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a miniature thing that's not a whole other story that I'm running, and we'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, we have uh, obviously, as, as always, we're sponsored by the lovely Critic, who's made our DM screen, our dice trays, oh, nearly all the dice I'm we use. Little... There we are. There we are. We've got giant yeah. dice as well. You need coasters, right? Like, oh, yeah. we're all just going. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just, Everything just gesture. They didn't make the screen yet, but the the the, the fancy screen. But get on a critter. All is is better, but you could make your own. You could, you could like make flower shit for us. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's it. <clears throat> that's one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll hand it over to our our guests to introduce who they are and who we have joining us. Do you want to go back yeah. and be more organized than I am? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so we are from To Have and To Rule. Hello. Hello. I've been like looking, every, yeah, I'm making I, this a nightmare for them. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, so we are from To Have and To Rule. We are a husband and wife duo and we create content on live action role play, Dungeons and Dragons, cosplay, and we do this all on our Twitch stream and on our podcast and on YouTube. Go check Did I miss anything? No, I oh, added, we, we, I we, we, we specialize in two-person D&D. Two-person so, D&D, yeah. yeah. You, you don't need a whole group. You, you can play you it just with your, you your buddy or your, your... So what are we doing yeah. here? So, yeah, <laughs> you guys don't piss off me. I'll leave it to you all. Uh, oh, and also, where speaking of crit it and to have and to roll. Oh yes, there's a bit of a link there. Oh, well, there, 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 there is a link. Do you want to do the link later? Yeah. Though I don't know. Link now. Yeah. We'll do the link, we'll link now. Link, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are playing our two wonderful bards, who are Annalise and Davin, and they are bards that you can play from Critit's very own Glorious Taverns. So they have their own um, character sheets and backstories and everything there, and you can head over to the Critit website and get your get your own copy of that. Glorious yeah. Taverns is, I've said it so many <coughs> times, is definitely one of the best D&D compendiums so many cool NPCs, characters you can play, and really lots fun. of taverns. Yeah, lots of getting drunk. Two of the best clubs oh. ever. Oh, the, the drinking <laughs> rules from there are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't understand how they work for a drunken monk, um, <laughs> who's meant to get more skilled the more drunk they get. Yeah, all right, we get it. Well, your stick is a bit too spicy for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how would you guys feel like if you were watching a stream where people were playing um, your characters and they were doing? You felt. Yeah, we're playing them better than you were. I don't think that's possible. I would probably message him and be like, I have some notes. Here's a gentle stop and desist. Cease and desist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense when you see how I play Davin. <laughs> yes, no, that's very, that's very Davin. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Well, with that, we'll go around the table. We'll introduce our players, their characters, and... Some other bits and pieces of information, such as where you were when you got your invite for the festival, and how you made your way over. Sure. Um, so I am playing Bright Morning. I'm Paul. Uh, I'm playing Bright Morning Star, who is an uh, an Asimar, uh light cleric, um, and right in the very far south 
west corner of the Thousand Islands is a little archipelago of sort of volcanic islands on which um, Asamar and Arakora live in harmony. Um, so there's lots of Asamar Arakora uh, mixes, um, but uh, Bright Morning Star is just an Asamar and he is the Oracle of Apollo. So he mainly <laughs> just lives on a top of a mountain uh, in, a, in a lovely sort of Greek looking temple. And, uh, but he's, he's a badass, he's learned to fly. It's mostly paladins, um, a, a lovely paladin from another story that I used to play. This is where he learned to be a paladin anyway. Oh. Oh. Paladin, okay. <coughs> paladin, uh, I want to go. Uh, but, um, uh, yes, but he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's the cleric. And uh, yeah, he's got this information and he just assumes, hey, well obviously, if there's some sort of competition going on, they're gonna want bright morning star. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, he's um, he will have sailed. I imagine the ships they make are sort of white and sort of um, <laughs> just gloriously glide through the water as if they're not being powered by anything. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joy Amy, and I am playing um, a Tabaxi Pact of the Fiend warlock. Um, she is the twenty seventh uh, of the litter. Um, and there is a familial naming convention whereby um, when you have a new litter of kittens, you take, a, you take a map, you close your eyes and you point and you, you name the, the kid whatever you're pointing at. Oh, nice. and so her brothers and sisters got some beautiful names from the Thousand Island continent. Um, unfortunately, when she was born, her mum managed to point at the key, uh, so her name is Coastal Village. <laughs> uh, technically it's a symbol of a little sailing boat next to Coastal Village, but that's quite difficult to say. Uh, <laughs> she is currently working as um, uh, the Warlock Advisor to the Prince of Shanak. Um, he is a, uh, a young playboy lad of a prince and she's very, very bored of basically just looking after him, uh, pretty much babysitting him. So when she receives her invitation, she pretty much drops what she's doing and just leaves um, and later days it. And uh, she also takes a boat, um, but she is a cliche of a tabaxi, so water is not her favorite thing. So she always, she spends the journey uh, as far away as possible from the water, so in the middle of the upper deck, <laughs> just, just clinging to the mast uh, with their claws. Uh, yeah, and that's Coastal Village. Okay. Hi, I'm Tony, and I am playing everybody's favourite satyr, Zaheria. <laughs> she's back again, as annoying as ever. And yeah, I. So she's. Um, yeah, she's a satyr wizard. Um, and yeah, she's really irritating for those who haven't met her. Uh, lucky for you. Um, and yeah, so she's kind of just. You know, she's. She's here, there, and everywhere. She's a bit of a traveller. She'll like tr goes around mainly because she gets bored really easily. Uh, so she wants to explore all the new things as quickly as possible. Um, so yeah, she's just like hanging around, and then like she kind of basically gets headhunting because headhunted because she's that kind of girl. You know, she's she's a girl. Um, so she gets a bit headhunted, and they're like, "Oh, you should come to this festival." She doesn't get headhunted. They just see her, and she's they're trying to sell tickets, old oh, sell invitations. So, but she's like, "Oh, of course I'll come. I'll come. This is gonna be great." And um, yeah, so she goes, and yeah, she also she also go, goes by boat, and probably spends the majority of the time right at the end doing a full-on like Titanic thing and herself 
With herself. <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> she probably found some people to like get involved or like someone to get involved beforehand and then she kept talking and they were like, Yeah, no, I'm not not dealing with this. <laughs> that's yeah, that is that is Zaharia and that is me. <laughs> Hello, I'm Oliver, I'm playing Davin, the half elfin bard. Uh, Davin is uh, very opulently dressed, think long golden locks, the typical elvish Good looks. <laughs> wow. Cool. He's a bit of a, he used to be a thespian, um, a little bit of a failed, uh, a failed, failed actor, but he doesn't mention that. He looks like he wears lifts in his shoes as well. <laughs> and he spends his time in taverns trying to get as much attention as he can. And that's Davin. Where do you get the invites? Oh, oh, he probably stole it from someone. I should definitely be at this festival, especially if there was mention of like shopping or something. <laughs> and uh, I think that one would be well up for it. Anything festival, bright lights, nice. good time. Okay. Oh, uh, hi, I'm Stephen, and I will be playing Lucas, the human-ish barbarian. Um, Lucas um, is a native to the plug hole, so he has that accent. Um, the one that me and Tony decided is the accent of the plug hole. Um, and he was part of the champion fight arena ring where previous characters like the wonderfully diverse half-elf Lahan who's tattooed and dark-haired and that's totally fine for an elf to be tattooed and dark-haired. <laughs> um, and a big guy whose name escapes me now. Um, and, but he heard from Lahan about Domania, and rather than doing fights for entertainment, he was like, I'm gonna spend some time there, because it feels like there's things you can really beat up there. And he was forever changed by what happened in Domania, which will become clear later. Um, Lucas um, mostly works as security detail for the good guys, for good kings and good rich people. It's how he makes his money. Um, he doesn't associate with bad people if he can avoid it. Um, but when he got his invite, he would switch between boats, um, and whenever he was on land, he would just run. Mm. He would just run. Run as fast as he could to the festival. Okay. Nice. Um, hello, I am Robin, and I shall be playing the half-elven bard, Annalise. She is a college lore bard, and she has these sort of um, long, auburn, red-tinged hair. She wears lots of purple silks and lots of jewellery. She likes to be quite flamboyant and likes to um, catch the eye of others around. She spends most of her time in taverns, um, mainly with Davin, who may think he's stealing the limelight, but he's really not. <laughs> and when she was offered to, to come to this festival, she thought, well, of course, I've got so many invites, you know, sure, I'm sure I can come and bring my wonderful bardic talents, and um, I'm sure Dad can come along as well. <laughs> okay, so before we start you off at the gates of this festival, um, some of you may know more details than others about the origin story of where this festival all started, but the general known part of it is about 500 years ago, um, a dragon from the astral plane itself came down um, to attack the lands and different heroes and adventurers from the nearby areas banded together and trained these beasts now known as blink drakes in order to chase the dragon through the skies and around the islands before they eventually brought it down onto the mainland itself 
and then there was a grand battle over the course of a few days um, before the dragon eventually fell and went silent and disappeared back into the astral plane itself. And now, as part of, uh, to honor the festival, every 20 or so years, an avatar of this dragon once again comes down and is reenacted the story and the legends of other heroes pulled from all over the Thousand Islands are invited to come and take part and reenact and be these heroes from this tale a long time ago. And that's where all you are going to be. And we're going to start you off having arrived at the gates of the festival. Your tickets have been seen. Um, however, before you're allowed fully into the, um, the heart of the, the town itself, you're asked just to, to step to one side and wait in what's known as a gazing tent. Um, just to just to wait until the the Lord of the Shattered Coast comes to greet you properly, and as you uh, ushered into this, immediately you get sort of um, the smell of cinnamon and chocolate. Is this whole tent, this whole circular tent, the the floor is pretty much just pillows and blankets and all sorts of just comfy things to, to lie about and relax on. And the top of this tent is open. It's completely open to the sky, so you can see all the stars and the night sky. Um, and for any of you that sort of ventured nearby or maybe traveled to the festival before, it's to watch the grand event. They have the start of the night is all about um, festivities and games and trials of People trying to prove themselves uh, to have a, a little bit of the skill and strength of these heroes of ancient times. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll start you off all in your all in your tent. You can there is in the middle there's a, a sort of a raised um, dark wood table that's already got drinks laid out on it. There is a few alcoholic ones, but for the most part, it's it's sort of um, like native teas and hot chocolates and spiced sweet drinks. And we'll let you all give you all a little moment uh, for your characters if some of them have met obviously before or if you've never met each other before. So we pulled into this tent, were we? Yeah, on yeah, you're you're sort of ushered in. Um a lot of you see the officials tend to be in in long black and purple robes wearing very ornate dragon masks. Uh, and he would have uh, ushered you across, opened the tent door and just stood to one side and let you all in. Is this normal anomalies? I don't know, actually. I mean, like, it seems a bit weird just getting pulled into a tent. I mean, aren't we here as, like, a bit of an attraction, though? Just watch out for people putting on rubber gloves, okay? Oh, Davin, <laughs> that happened one time, okay? And we don't only be here well, about it, it every me, time. It makes me nervous when we get pulled aside. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is uh, the VIP tent, isn't it? Does that make sense? No. Well, it's got to be VIP. there's, like, chocolates, there's sweets, there's pillows, like, all a bit fluffy from our taste, but seems very VIP. Coastal Village is, um fluffing up, uh, like plumping <laughs> up the pillows with her claws uh, before she's, still, it looks like she's going to sit down and then she doesn't sit down, she plumps it up a little bit more, <laughs> turns around, plumps it up a little bit more. How long before she knocks something off a table? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is quite spacious, it's about sort of 20 feet across in there, so it is, it is designed for about sort of, yeah, 10 or so people to, to lie down in and look up and watch the event, so. So when as bright morning star, he's gonna as he enters the tent, he will cast light upon his uh, breastplate, <laughs> and uh, he's already has sort of you already feel the the morning sun in his presence, 
Um, and so he'll just come in and he'll say, hi, how are you? And he'll just go to each person one by one. He'll start, probably start with the tabaxi. Said, hi, how are you? You can stand there. I'm going to um, sit here. But oh. if you could stand there, that would be very, very nice. Well, I, I would love to, ma'am, but I have to go and meet everyone else. Well, while you're over there, get me something. Well, very good. Well, what can I get? Something that smells like paint stripper. <laughs> <laughs> and is he just going to carry on? Now? I mean, I can carry on. I feel like I'm taking over DMing juice. <laughs> that sprite's sort of... Uh, so yeah, he'll he'll go to his here and says, "Hi, how are you? That those are awesome legs." Oh my god, thank you. I'm I'm really good. Well, thank you. It's lovely to meet you. Could you get me a paint stripper as well? I'll get them to circulate oh. the drinks. I'm sure there's people to do that for us. Oh, I, I don't amazing. normally get my own drinks, uh, obviously, because <laughs> I'm bright morning star, <laughs> the <laughs> oracle of Apollo. Uh-huh. But don't let that, um, you know. I'm just, I'm just like you. Zahira's nodding as if <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing going on in there. So he'll come round to Davin, he's high Davin, and he holds his hands out. Oh, is that your armor? You're just happy to see me. <laughs> well, I am very pleased to see you. And uh, he'll like shake your hands. I'm bright morning star. I'm the oracle of Apollo, but... That is fascinating. Can I get you a drink? <laughs> <laughs> of, of what you can see, it's just the table in the middle uh, oh, of this okay. one. It's got all pre-prepared drinks, a few pictures oh. here and there, but for the most part, it's all already out in sort of copper and clay mugs. I'll start pouring wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a good, you're a good man. What was your name? I'm sorry, I didn't Davin. catch it. Davin. Davin Ryder. Davin Ryder. That Davin. is a fine name. It and is. does he? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Not a bond writer, right? Well, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. Oh, you started them again now. He's not going to stop. Okay. So, it's sort of uh, all the, the light commotion, but commotion going on in the tent. I think. Um, Bright certainly been heard from everyone. And seen he's cast light in 30 feet around him. Yeah, it's almost to anyone outside. There's just this beam of light coming out of the ceiling. Um, but no, after after sort of about five or ten minutes or so, you've had a, had your drinks and everything, um, the, the tent flap opens again, and almost having to stoop over double to make their way inside um, is a, a dark-furred furbolg makes his way in. Um, and he's dressed in very elegant, but again, very dark purples and blacks within his robe. Um, you can see he's got, instead of the dragon mask that all of the other officials tend to have, um, he's got a, a large sort of um, uh, brass pendant around his neck that hangs in front of his chest, and that's got the, uh, the, the symbol of the dragon head on that one as well. Um, and he sort of, as he stoops in and stands up, he says, uh, Ah, it's, um, my name, I am uh, uh, Lord Molintal of the Shattered Coast, and I assume you're all my wonderful guests for this evening. Yeah, I assume so. Um, right, so what's the payment issue with this? Like, how much are we getting paid? For uh, this guy. I'm afraid no payment. <laughs> oh, they're paying us, oh, oh right. yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't wait, what? I'll, I can only offer you honour and glory and... Your name put in our, our book of legends. Ah, oh, fuck that. I got that already. Where's... Ah, oh, that's annoying. Glory. That's what we do it for. Good. Good. I'm glad. Then it, it should be 
It should be a lot of fun, a true test for your skills, perhaps. Arthur oh, needs to see how your invitations are worded, mate. It's very misleading. Very misleading. Darling, I've spent the past two months just standing around while a bloody prince chooses different types of soup for his next party. Mm-hmm. I just want a scrap. I'm, yeah, there's, there's trials for that. Um, I'll give you a quick rundown. I can see some of you are quite eager. Um, first of all, one more quick introduction. Um, and he, he <coughs> from, his, uh, from his robe, pulls out this small box, a small black wooden box, and he, he puts it down on one of the cushions in front of him as he kneels down and, and does a few clasps and puts his hand on the top and this sigil begins to glow. And as he opens up the box, this small gold mechwork dragon, <coughs> dragon makes its way out uh, and crawls out of the box and onto the cushions in front of it. And as it sort of stands up on its hind legs and does a quick bow, um, uh, Molin says, this is Gliston. He's going to be your uh, tour guide and a a judge of character for the evening. He'll guide you to any of the festivities, any of the trials, the scraps you wish to go to um, for the evening. Um, And then do any of you know about the, the grand event towards the end? It's your main part for the evening. Well, the the invitation didn't really say very much about what was happening with the, with the festival and dragon. I assume there's um, something to do with the astral dragon. I know astral dragon comes, you know, every 20 years. We do a thing, um, but I don't really know much of the details. But I, I do like it when it's a surprise in that case. I know our traditions don't reach too far across the Thousand Islands, but for the main part, we'll have you just explore and enjoy the festival this evening, and then towards the end of the night, when the Astral Dragon's avatar comes down, we'll have you all be reenacting the champions of the original legend. Some of you, I mean, decide throughout the night, some of you will be riding upon blink drakes to chase the dragon down and attempt to, to weaken it slightly as the rest of you will then be going around all of the towers to try and add extra pressure to the dragon. But I must admit, it's it's all a bit much for me. You'll have more details on the, the fight itself later on this evening when we gather you. But for the most part, rest, have fun, try out the trials, and I will see you in the Grand Tower later on this evening. And I will, of course, leave you in the the good hands of, of Gliston. He'll, as I said, he'll guide you around anything you need to know, anywhere you want to go. He'll be your tour guide for the evening. And with that, he he stands up and takes a bow and makes his way out of the tent. And Gliston will rear up and... Um, okay, so who of you is going to be my transportation for the evening? I'm afraid I don't have too much go in the legs and the wings, they're all just for show, so if someone <laughs> would do me the oh. honours of carrying me for the evening, I'd love that. Oh, please, please, could I please carry you? I've never I've never asked that of someone before, but I mean, like, you're just so adorable. You could, like, sit on my shoulder or, like, like in my arms, or I don't know, you can go anywhere. 
Excellent. And he'll sort of he'll scamper over, sort of tripping and stumbling over a few of the cushions to get towards you. Well, and that is one lucky glisten. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he'll just sort of, as he gets about two or three foot from you, he'll just shout, okay, and catch me. And he'll jump and use the wings. It slows his descent, but he's going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> he has complete trust in you to catch him at this point. I catch him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderfully done. Wonderfully done. That sometimes goes poorly. Um... Okay, um, and he sort of starts gazing around the rest of you. So, is there anything you want to know first, or do you just want to go and get stuck into the festival? Sorry, it's did all... someone say fight earlier? I'm sure I heard someone say yeah, fight. Yeah, someone said something about fighting. Yes, yes, so there's there's five um, trials throughout the festival uh-huh. um, that if you are successful, you'll have a slightly more difficult version, um, as these trials are open to everyone. But you, being our heroes for the evening, will have the heroic versions yeah. to try and do. I'm a hero always. Yeah, okay. we only play on god mode. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. I'm sure you'll put on the, the best spectacle we've ever seen. Um, so, yes, there, there is one that's uh, a fight of sorts, if you wanted to head to that one first, or it's fight entirely fighting, up to you. Yeah. Play fighting, right? Like, you can do some fighting, Kaisal's going to um, pick up a drink at random from the table, hand it to Zaheria, because she also asked for a drink earlier and still hasn't received it. Um, (laughs) The service here is diabolical. (laughs) (laughs) Picks up one for herself, downs it, and knocks another one off the table. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm up for a fight if there's one going. Seriously, I'm so bored. Okay, excellent. Thank you, my man. I mean, I'm not a hand dirty kind of guy you, you would want to get you know um me and you we can probably hang back oh yeah we'll, we'll be supportive yeah that's absolutely fine if you've got uh special magics and stuff that make me punch a little bit harder that's all good oh i'm sure i can do that for you he okay. does look very punchy i am quite punchy yeah quite punchable as well taking a few hits i've always been rather partial to setting things on fire you can see he's sort of, <laughs> he <tells laughs> back he's like <laughs> You know what? I think there is a trial for that. I think there's a trial where you could set something on fire. I'm sure we'll find one for you. Um, however, I mean, if you want to, to make your way straight to the, the fight, then we can we can head there if you are if you're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, and sort of he he, he goes to move and then realizes he's about to fall <laughs> off your shoulder. Um, do you want me to walk? We could do like a weird sort of thing. You could like tap my shoulder if you want me to walk. <laughs> Yes, okay. And okay. yeah, here's a, he's like, he taps his paw to the right side. <laughs> that means right, that means left. If I don't do anything, keep walking. <laughs> okay, okay, great. Okay, so, I mean, he, he attempts to steer. <laughs> okay, so he attempts to steer you out. And as you leave this tent and make your way through sort of a, a small opening in a, in a forest, um, you do. You make your way out into this this grand sort of. I've actually got a. I've got a fancy map. I've got a fancy map. So, for anyone, so we are all going to be in the main city on the main island here. You're currently entering just at the gates over here, and as you make your way through into the main of the city, you can see it's already full of life. There is um, sort of normal festival goers. There's a few. Um, sort of assistance in that of the festival again wearing those long purple robes and the ornate dragon mask but for the most of it it is filled with families and children and all sorts of people from all over the thousand island continents um 
you can see all your normal things you'd expect from a, a carnival of sweet stalls and food stalls and smaller games and bits and pieces like that going on. Um, but for the most part, everyone just seems to be having a lovely time. Um, and, I mean, let, let's just see. I'm going to have a quick roll. Okay, so he does a relatively decent job of guiding you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, okay. uh, for the most part, he forgets every now and then. He's like, oh, oh, and then he like, quickly taps on the left to turn left. And um, Yeah, so you make your way through a few bits and pieces. Um, and then, yeah, the first trial you'll arrive at, you see... Uh, a clearing made of all the stalls and um, all the bits and pieces are set aside and there's a, a thick, like a, a sailor's rope that's made a big circular ring in the middle of this clearing. And uh, you can see a, um, a sort of judge, uh, again, wearing these robes and the dragon mask stood at the front with his arms sort of tucked inside each sleeve, um, looking round and every now and then as you're approaching you can hear him call out, is there any competitors any early competitors with your strength still in you, ready to take part in in the battle this evening? And he just sort of be looking around, and as certainly as soon as he sees Glistin on your shoulder, he'll be ah. But first, we have our heroes. He sort of looks to all of you as you turn up. Put on him or something. the heroes every time. Well, we are the heroes. You are? Bright, Bright is Willa Carter light again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on himself. Oh, it's as, <laughs> as if I needed any more proof. Okay, then. And he sort of uh, gestures to all of the, the normal festival goers that are, are milling around. He says, prepare for, I hope, quite the spectacle as our first heroic trial takes place. And you can see at this point from a small tent off to the side of this circular pit of sorts, a very gruff, burly looking dwarf makes his way out and he's sort of just dusting what looks like a white chalk powder off his hands and he steps into the middle of the ring. He says, who will be my first competitor? Yep, that'll be me. Okay, so <clears throat> as you step in, the official just puts his hand on his shoulder explains, okay, so this is a, a no-weapons fight. Yeah, fine. It is a battle of sorts to either trip up or down your opponent three times, or push them or drag them or throw them out of the ring just the once. Right, okay. Do either of those two, and you can move on to the next phase. Cool. Cool. Okay, and with that he sort of just gestures you step into the ring, and at this point a crowd is starting to gather around the outside again of just the festival goers, families and children and all sorts. Some with drinks and food, all eager to see this fight, this now, battle take place. You said no weapons. Yes. But I do have a shield on me. Is a shield class as a weapon? Okay. Um, yeah, so the dwarf eyes you up and... Yeah, go on then. You can keep it. Cool. Because what Lucas is going to attempt to do is throw the shield at the dwarf, but then chase <laughs> after the shield, do a sort of backflip motion, and kick the shield into the dwarf, hopefully pushing him out of the ring. Okay, so with that plan in mind, 
as you I do. Which I arranged first. <laughs> it's okay. So yeah, the dwarf stands to one side and you to the other, and this circle's only sort of about 15 foot across. Right. Okay. Uh, and the um, the judge steps in, stands before you, and says, uh, and let our first battle of the night begin. And let's, I was almost going to say the wrong thing, roll the damn dice just for a quick initiative. Oh, okay, okay. See who can move first in a view on this dwarf. Um, I've got 14. Oh, okay, so he's got eight. Ooh. So, as he sort of dusts off his hands and looks down at the ground for just a second, you're able to act first. As, You've got a gap as, of about five foot. As he goes to, as he just goes to leave us, um, right when I'll just tap him on the shoulder and say, "You've got this, buddy." And with that, you get guidance, so you can add a D4 to any um, ability check. Lush. Ooh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah, I'm going to stick to the plan. It, it's not the shield isn't to hurt him. It's mm-hmm. just that it's going to sort of knock him and knock him off his feet because dwarfs are sturdy, right? Yeah. Um, and then with the shock of that, that's when Lucas is going to sort of backflip, kick into the shield, which then will hopefully push the dwarf out. Ooh. Okay. So let's roll a uh, roll for an attack to start with. Okie dokie. Oh, we'll give you advantage as he's sort of, as he's sort of looking down at the floor as well. And you've caught him off guard and moved faster than he's expecting. Um, I will add a guidance to that. No, I don't need to. It's 24. 24. 24. Okay, 24. So, <laughs> yeah, it goes to plan. You throw the shield, you plant your feet, and now let's have an opposed strength check as you kick off Ooh, okay. in an attempt to, to shove him back. Straight strength, yeah? Yeah. Wow. Um, 24. Wow, well, I've got in total uh, an eight. <laughs> so, yeah, you you kick off, and he's just completely taken off guard. It's early in the night. You're one of the first people to stand up as well. And he staggers almost right the way back to the rope. Right. Um, and he sort of wobbles over it. Um, my rolls for tonight. So he staggers back up to the edge of the rope, sort of leans backwards, trying not to fall. Rolls a two <laughs> and falls backwards, almost on his back, half in and half out of the ring, just looking up very confused. He says, what? It's normally a lot longer than that. <laughs> so he looks quite sheepishly around to the audience. And, um, I hate hearing that. <laughs> um, Lisa looks over to you and, Oh, well, well done. Uh, and then sort of very, with his head bowed, makes his way back round into the tent. And again, with a quite confused judge that hadn't really fully left the ring yet, <laughs> turns back round and, I mean, it's fantastic. A show, I'm sure. And then all the audience throw up applause and cheers. Yeah, thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do, yeah. Cool. And pick up my shield. <laughs> and then... Uh, are you wanting to stay in the ring or to tag out? You can tag out with someone else if you're starting to feel tired, perhaps. You didn't know Lucas. Maybe not. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll warn you, if, if you or any of your companions get uh, either ringed out or dropped three times, you only have two attempts at this trial. Hmm. Stay I'll, 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 I'll stay on in three is this minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> and he sort of gestures to one side of the ring and says, take your place and we'll meet your second level competitor. Oh, did, second you, level. did you use your D4, by the way? I did, yeah. So okay. <coughs> he's going to, you did real well. <laughs> you did really well. And you've got guidance again. 
Ah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> is that one time use, or is that? Um, it's a it's a cantrip. Cantrip. So, so yeah, let's just. <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> My rolls tonight have been a three, a two, and a three. As the judge does not see you do that, <laughs> I'm going to use a different dice. Um, okay, so as you take your place in mm -hmm. the ring, yeah. Uh, again, the, the small tent that the dwarf made his way out of opens again, and stepping out in. Being a barbarian, the very near the same sort of gear you'd expect, but a huge orc woman, sort of built to a similar build of you, like right. huge muscles, toned. Yeah, she sort of steps her way out and sort of cracks her knuckles and her neck um, and sees your shield, and she goes, no, 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 a fair fight with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 um, I'm gonna pop it on my back. Okay. I'll keep my AC bonus, but... <laughs> okay. And as she makes her way to, to her point in this ring, she does not break eye contact with you, and she almost goes down into a sort of stance, you'd see it like a, the start of a running race. Okay. So down with her hands on the floor, one leg back, and like poised to charge. And again, the invigilator stands to the side and goes, three, two, one, and roll for initiative again. I think I might be in love. Oh wow, okay, it's faster. Um, 21. Oh, I've got a 20, so <laughs> the both of you take off at the exact same point almost, but you're just a fraction of a second quicker. And with and that, we'll just turn to my shoulder and just bash. So the force that she's coming at me with, yeah. um, just that split second that I'm faster, I turn to my shoulder and put all my weight and strength behind. So the force that she's coming with almost will propel her back. Ooh, okay, so let's have uh, let's go for an opposed strength check again. She's gonna absolutely barrel into you as hard as she can. Um, that is eighteen, but let's put guidance on for nineteen. Oh, so she's got a nineteen as well. So Ooh. you're anticipating this. You dig your feet in. You brace yourself, and she just hits you, and it's like just a mace hitting a wall. So neither of you move. But it's almost, you you know that's going to bruise in the morning. <laughs> and she just sort of chuckles and grunts. Let's see if you can keep your foot in again. And with that, she almost shifts her grip to be around your waist. Okay. And starts to like hunker down and start slowly trying to drive you back towards the edge of the ring. So you can either do a strength to try and oppose her or a dexterity to try and almost jump to the side or twist to the side to let her momentum drive her past you. Don't finish too quickly this time. Yeah, yeah, I'll inspire this. I'll inspire this. Okay. So okay. quick inspiration. Cool. Um, D8. D10. D10. Nice. Right. I'm, can I try the? Can I try acrobatics to swing out of her? Grip? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, instead of trying to like push back against her, you try and roll to the side. Um, so twenty-one. Oh, so again, just like she's got a twenty. <gasps> so again, not with any um, huge success, but you do just twist. You yep. don't throw her off balance, yeah, but she does lurch a couple of feet past. But now I'm behind her. I kind of want to grab around her waist and do that wrestling. Over the head thing. Okay. Okay. So um, yeah, let's roll. Uh, let's roll again. Pose strength for a grapple type check. Okay. Wow. Uh, okay, we're definitely gonna put a d10 on that. Um, five, seven, seventeen. 
Okay, so she's rolling that 20. (laughs) Seeing sort of, again, her style seems to be more of a wrestling type, almost knowing what you're going to do, she shifts her grip um, and almost puts herself into the position you were trying to get into and roll a deck save with disadvantages. Instead of going to throw you like you were about her, she very quickly pulls her leg round to try and trip you up. So my deck save will be straight because obviously Barbarian... I have advantage on deck saves. The okay. danger I can see, and I feel like <coughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's only ten. Ten. Use the bardic, yeah. So she does this whole maneuver, throwing you off as she spins you round. She trips your leg, and you hit the ground. Okay. And the judge shouts, "One down to the right. hero!" And okay. she, at this point, lets go, and you back off. And the judge says, "Are you willing to stay, or?" Tap out to one of your companions. Lucas, I'm a, one, more, one more shot. One more shot. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Left. Let me just let me just <laughs> afford, afford me this little thing. You're okay. an idiot, darling, but you're very brave. <laughs> can I, um, can <laughs> I attempt this? to cast a spell and not get noticed? Oh. Um, at this point, so the, invid- uh, the the judge is sort of making sure everyone stood. So it would be disadvantage on his perception check as he's currently looking to make sure okay. the two companions. I don't have right. to do it. I only have to do a verbal component of the spell. So okay. There's only. <coughs> okay, and there's there's noise. There's all the festival. There's people cheering, and um, you can probably hear someone in the distance trying to slyly make bets. Um, but yeah, go on. If you if you roll I'm for it, I'll roll the perception. Deck. What do you want me to do? Just roll. Uh, I'll, I'll roll perception just to see if <laughs> if the judge hears. No. Okay. No. Absolutely not. <coughs> Um, you, you need to do. I don't know whether to just do the full damage. It's only a cantrip. But uh, you have to do a wisdom saving throw. And is this to the, the, the to the uh, orc. the orc? Yeah. Oh, a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Okay. Against eighteen. She has failed. Oh, she has failed. How, how much damage should I do? Oh, All, of it. <coughs> All of it. All of it. Has she taken any damage in this fight thus far? One point for both of you for that initial clash. Okay. Yeah, sounds bad. Unlucky. <laughs> I'm gonna kill her. <laughs> what? Oh, good. No, you can't. It's a friendly match. You said false damage. No, but I didn't. I, that's what Stephen said. Lucas doesn't want that. Lucas wants a fair, fair fight. <laughs> oh, look how badly I rolled. It's fine. Okay, good. Uh, so it's seven. That's on. So it's 3d12 and 1d8. Um, I'll just do this. I won't add the bonus. So okay. It's seven. <coughs> it's just, she just hears like this ringing in her head, like a sort of graveyard bell. Okay. He's, he's literally just put his shield up, pointed, and. Okay. Uh, how much damage was it total? It's just seven. Just seven points of damage. 3D12, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. So, as she um, takes her position, again, taking that sort of that running stance of hands and knees on the floor. Yeah. She almost slips with one hand for a second, and she <coughs> she coughs quite violently and just wipes her mouth, and there's a, a bit of blood on her hand. And she gives you a scowl, and then looks quickly round to the audience. She doesn't notice, but you can see sort of the um, the sort of friendly challenge. There seems mm-hmm. to be a bit of um, not hateful determination, but now there's like yeah, there's, there's a healthy competition now. And yeah. um, Lucas is going to take this moment to bonus action. Okay. Um, he is going to rage. Okay. Um, and with Lucas's rage, um, he goes from a six foot four, ginger, pale skinned hulk of a man. Uh, he kind of creases over a little bit and he looks back up and smiles and he's got fangs now and his like 
blue eyes are now just red. Um, and he starts to wolf out as he becomes an eight-foot werewolf. Cool. Tail, claws. Wow. Thank you, thank you. And with that, that there's, there's a round of that from the audience. So some people, like, shocked, a few scared, but for the most part, everyone seems in awe and it goes completely silent for a second. With a silence only broken by the judge calling out again, three, two, one, go. And let's roll initiative. Once uh. more. Okay. Um, twenty-one. Okay, so uh, twenty again. <laughs> just it's again. You uh, you go to take off. Yeah. And the split second you get before her, she doesn't move quite as fast as she did before. She's still hands on the ground. And as I'm running, I actually take a sort of left turn and I attempt to trip her with my tail. Oh, to run past her run and trip past her. her and sort of slide, and it's my tail that will then she's running into as Ooh. a trip and fall on your face kind of thing. Okay, so is that a dexterity save or an attack you need to make for that? Um, well, I can attack with my tail. It's a yeah plus ten attack. I can Just do. go for that, and then I'll do it. Uh, we'll see if that hits. Um, ooh, do I have anything special from anyone? No, I don't. It's only a fourteen to hit. Fourteen hits. Okay, 14 cool. Hits. So, so yeah, that hits, and then let's have a dexterity saving throw. Um, so she's got a she's got a four five seventeen. Okay. To sort of <coughs> so with that you 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 stumble her a little bit to the point that she whatever she was going to do hasn't got that momentum. Right. But her chest or back does not hit the ground, the ground. so the judge does not call it. Um, then I will quickly get up, and then this time I will run towards her to do a headbutt to either knock her down or out. Okay. Okay. So yeah, roll to roll to hit on that. An armed attack. Oh, 13. 13. Won't quite. No. Okay. So Just, let's roll a. <laughs> okay. So she, she uh, as you run into her with this headbutt, she tries to almost grapple you to pick you up with that momentum. Um, she doesn't quite. She struggles. Um, but she is going to try just to sort of wind you and slow you down she does try two quite strong punches to your chest okay just to try and knock the wind out of you so we have a um 12 to hit no and the other is uh it's a 24 to hit just about okay so the first one almost doesn't catch square in the chest um so after she ducks with the first one that misses i can see she's going to attack and i again use my reaction of my tail so see if I can block that second attack. My AC is 22, so no. Okay, so yeah, she she goes to hit you with the first punch and it doesn't catch you square on the chest and it rolls off your ribs. And again, the second one, you almost just brace and bulk yourself up and yeah, she just doesn't hit any sort of weak point to it. Um, you can almost see a very quick glimpse of panic go across her face and it's sort of your turn to act. Cool. Um... Right, I'm going to attack with claws. Okay. Um, again, just trying to knock her down with them, seeing how hard <coughs> I can hit. Um, and when I attack with claw, I can follow up immediately with another one. Okay. So that's 21. 21 hits. And uh, nat one. Oh, okay, oh. so yeah. It does not. <laughs> it does not. So the first one hits, so yep. what damage is that on the claws? That is a d6 plus 6, so that's... 11 plus I'm raging, so how much is my rage damage? Plus 3, 11, 14. Okay, okay, yeah, so it staggers her. Uh, you can see sort of her footing starts to get a little bit weaker. Okay. And she 
tries at this point to to almost back off and make a, a break. Um, do you let her, or are you going to try and contest her? She's sort of now she lets go and tries to sort of scramble back a bit to put like a, a bit of distance between you. Um, no, Lucas will then charge again. Double charge down. in, yeah, double down. Okay, okay, so. Uh, is this just an attempt to like grab her and push her? She's close to the ring, about four foot out from the, the rope at this point. Yep, so what he's going to do is run towards her and again take a jump wrestling kick to the chest, um, double claws into her. He bounces back to the centre of the ring. Hopefully she goes out. Okay, okay, let's do a uh, let's do a to hit to start with. She's sort of, she's scrambling like backwards. Unpredictable. Um, oh, 12. <laughs> Don't like any of these dices. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you, you do the launch and the kick. You hit yeah. her, you knock her a couple feet, but it isn't quite, quite to, the, yeah. to the degree. Um, and she's going to she's gonna grab hold of your legs uh -oh. and just try and drag you sideways to drag you out of the, at least your feet, out of the ring. Yeah, okay. So let's have an opposed strength check on that one. Dig my claws into the ground. <laughs> she's 22. 22? 22. That one. Okay, oh, so yeah. Lucas. So you go for How this. How many that ones have I had? <laughs> you go for this flying kick and just glance off the side of her. And mm. seeing that she's already close to the ring, a quick glance over her shoulder, she grabs hold of your feet, drags you to the side, then just taps your feet just outside of the ring. And then sort of rolls over onto her side and attempts sort of lying down, give you a handshake of. Well done. Yeah, Lucas will humanize himself at this point and reach out and accept the handshake. He's like. Yeah, the best, uh, best fight I've had in a while. Um, 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 excuse me, um, remind me of the rules again. No weapons. Uh, is this the, the judge, yeah? Yes, yes. He says, uh, yes, no, no sort of weapons. You can, you can punch, you can kick, you can bite, but no, no swords or maces or anything of the sort. My turn. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, um, he gestures to you to step out. Yeah, that's fine, I'm, I know when I'm beat. Coastal Village undoes the top two buttons of her military jacket. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> rolls up her sleeves and grins a horrible, catty, pointy teethed grin um, okay. at the lovely orc lady. Yeah, she sort of stood in her position on the on the ring, sort of taking some deep breaths, sort of bending, put her hands on her knees, and then, okay, okay. And again, she takes up that similar sort of stance of like a runner ready to. To go, uh, yeah. Again, bright morning style. Come, hey, I'm sure you don't need anything. <coughs> to no man, but I think you've got this. Thank you. I do. And she's <laughs> just going to. She's going to just flick her hand in the direction of the orc, and I feel really, really mean doing this. It's okay. Um, could you make a wisdom saving throw for the orc, please? Okay. This is before he's called three, two, one, go. As soon as you step in the ring, you're doing this. Oh. No, I'll wait. Okay. I'll so wait. In, in that case, so you're ready with that. Uh, and again, yeah, the judge comes in, sees everyone's ready, and goes three, two, one, go. And then we'll have a quick yeah. roll. Oh, you can do that first. Do that first, and then we'll have the roll for initiative. Cool. Yeah. That'd be fun, actually. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay. 
I've got five. Okay. <laughs> We're okay. rolling well. So, um, yeah, she's got a 23. Oh, <laughs> no. This would be very, very funny. So she's, but I mean, did you want to do your spell? Were you mm. trying to slide that in just as he shouts go? Basically. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you go for that So first. she can go ahead and have her go. Yeah. Um, but as soon as the flick happens, um, she starts to shrink and shrivel until she is a little tiny cockroach. Um, as uh, as Coastal Village casts Polymorph. Ooh, okay. <laughs> you can see the, the judge sort of stands there for a second and you can see he's he takes out this notebook and trying to flip through it to see, like, is that allowed? I, I mean, asked the rules, you said nothing about no turning weapons. people into other things. <laughs> yeah, and it sort of, he, he just looks to the cockroach and very apologetically, like, Okay. <laughs> You'll go. <laughs> um, now, Davin, I'm not. I'm no expert on a warlock, but that feels like a mighty strong spell. And we've got to do some uh, some performing later against like a dragony thing. Yeah. You know nothing of my abilities. He's, he's not. He doesn't want. He wouldn't want you to have heard that. Of course not. Uh, from what I understand, the warlocks is um, they tend to fire pretty big, pretty fast, and then they're. Uh, just Elgis blasts after that. Yeah, I've experienced that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> Far be it leave me to judge the young lady. Okay, so, um, eventually, this sort of, as you're talking, the, the judge goes, <laughs> you have ten seconds, and I'll revert it. And at that point, the cockroach sort of scampers right and just tries to run in circles and just avoid you okay. for ten seconds. So... What uh, are you trying to do? So what I'm trying to do is <coughs> kick the cock cockroach out of the, right. out okay. of the ring. Okay. So yeah, make a uh, making an, an, an armed attack roll. Um, ah, an armed attack roll. Okay. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. It's uh, going to be in that, in that fast case, and small. I'd like to do it, it with my um, with my uh, with my hand rather yep. than with my feet because that's what my uh, unarmed attack is. Yep. Um, ooh, so that is a sixteen to hit. 16 will hit. 16 will hit. Okay. Do you, want, so. do you want to know the damage? Go for it. Okay. On a cockroach. On a cockroach. Uh, that's not right. Sorry. My D&D Beyond is, is, as always, playing up. Oh, so it came to a four. A four points of a damage. Damage. Okay. So... <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna roll a dice of high or low <laughs> as you kick it. Uh -huh. um, I'll have you pick which is which. Whether the four points of damage is enough to oh. kill the cockroach and revert her back to normal form. I don't kill her. <laughs> so well, no, just <laughs> take her back. Doesn't revert it back to its normal form? Was it just killing uh, it? If no, it it's loses, just, just killing. killing. Yeah, it, cool. Yeah. So. What do you want, high or low? One, she reverts back and is a now very angry orc, mm -hmm. or the other one, the cockroach survives and is going to be ringed out. Would you like high or low for which? I prefer the cockroach to survive. Okay. I, I mean, yes. It just okay. seems bad form just to. Otherwise, I would have just uh, like trod on it. Okay. Okay. So, so I rolled high. So it survives. You don't knock the polymorph out of her, and the cockroach sails out of the ring over the rope into the ground and again a slightly confused judge but he I, I guess 
Yes, a victory <laughs> on behalf of the heroes. Thank you. Um, I offer down a little, a little like claw <laughs> to the pincer of the, of the cockroach. Yeah, and with that, the, the judge just clicks his fingers and, and casts his spell magic, and she comes back and clever. And she does re- reluctantly, but there's the the ounce of like clever respect and shakes your hands and. Thank you. I wouldn't take you on in hand to hand. You are very good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I take that. Um, okay, so yeah, she makes her way back in. Okay. Um, and are you staying in the ring? Your team have your last chance left. Do you want to? I am happy to tap out for somebody. Um, if anyone would like to take on this wonderful, well, it won't be her, will it? It'll be something else. Um, How about the, um, the shiny, flappy one? He looks like he can <coughs> take a hit. Uh, well, uh, okay, okay. I'll, I'll give it a go. Okay. Now I know we can use magic. Uh, she buttons her, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she buttons her, uh, her jacket back up. Okay. Um, okay, so as you make your way into the into the ring. Um, uh, my shield, shield, shield? You no, can have yeah. shields, oh, shields you can good. have. Yeah. You should be careful how offensive you are with the shields. <laughs> <laughs> um, and at this point, the, the judge um, offers out, uh, there's like a, a large wooden, like, war hammer. Um, would you like this oh. one for the, the final battle? No. Your opponent <laughs> will be <laughs> armed with <laughs> a similar... He really lo- he looks like, no, that's okay. not for me, no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I, I think that looks rather vulgar. I've got, a, I've got a small dagger, but if I'm not allowed that, that's fine. And okay. he just, he's going to toss it to, he's going to toss it to Dab, and he really likes it. <laughs> 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 he's he's going to look at a warhammer, though. He's not going to do anything with it other than just, like, have a wield with it and stuff. But yeah, not it's, at anyone, just like... It's very well made. Um, yeah. It's reinforced at the ones you get. It's it's kind of like a, a, a kid's toy, but it's been reinforced to really take a hit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this and just hands it to see Nigeria <laughs> takes the warhammer and she just falls straight over. <laughs> I know this is really cool, isn't it? I don't think I can. <laughs> if he picks up, does he pick up Saharia with the Warhammer? <laughs> I'm having a great time. <laughs> I really am. I can see little hooves <laughs> Okay, so as you step into the ring, roll a perception check as the tent flap begins to, to move. There's, clearly this tent isn't big enough for something that's inside, as you can see sort of <laughs> arms and elbows hitting the sides, but roll a perception check. Okay. Maybe I use polymorph a little bit too early. <laughs> See, at this point, as as the the fight's starting to get set up, um, the judge is looking round to the rest of the party. He's like he's suspicious. There's something going on. I don't do nothing. As he's as he looks at Sahira, she's like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Twenty, not natural. Twenty. Okay, so uh, at one point, when this this elbow catches the corner of the tent flap. Um, you see some large creature inside, uh, humanoid, but he seems to be like taking off uh, an apron of sorts, um, and then sort of just putting down like this like large like ladle thing on a table oh, inside the, the tent, um, and then sort of after after a short while, out steps this huge sort of eight and a half foot tall um, Goliath. Barbarian as he sort of steps into the middle of the ring. Does Lucas recognise this barbarian from the plug hole? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my, oh, oh, mate. Flappy boy, you're fucked. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm really sorry. 
I do be really sorry for what I'm <laughs> <laughs> He's got this, this huge, like, wooden hammer, similar to what was offered to you, like, strung across his shoulders. Um, and yeah, he, he sort of, he looks to you and he's like, uh, I will, um, I will be letting you go first. And he sort of just stands there with his, his hands on this hammer. Uh, so no need to roll initiative. You can go, and the, okay. the judge just goes, I guess, then go. Okay, okay, okay. We'll take that action. You know, like, okay, we'll take it. But um, I, I, I know that the Goliath, uh, back from Plugol, champion arena fighting, uh, the Flappy Boy's dead. <laughs> dead. You know, um, we could try to help him a little bit. You know, I kind of could do so, uh, so uh, bright morning sun. Oh, well, no problem. I mean, I, I think I've got this. And uh, the, the, he's all, he's still been glowing. He kept the light going. He's just been casting <laughs> the cantrip whenever he could. <laughs> yeah. And he'll just go, and it, just the light just explodes from him in this sort of sixty foot, um, sort of just just like like the sun has shone <coughs> on um, uh, on big. And can you do a deck save, please, Ooh. against eighteen? Okay, deck save against eighteen. Uh, no, he does fail. It's 48. 48 damage. Okay. 15 damage. 15 damage. Okay. It's nothing. Nothing too big. No. Okay. But I'm sort of hoping it'll do some <coughs> sort of force damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is it radiant or? It's force? radiant. Yeah. It's radiant, radiant damage. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any force. Okay. And is that your your sort of your reign with this combat, Dan? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he stands there a bit confused and then. Um, okay. I'll have my go. And <laughs> he takes a few steps towards you oh, and almost no. with this. Almost like a skip to his step, he just swings in this like low arc. He just swings this warhammer to almost hit you in an uppercut to the chest. So he's got a um, that's a twenty-two to hit. As he does it, yeah, this explosion of light comes out. Okay, and I'm going to cast flare. Uh, so he's doing that at disadvantage. Is oh. okay. Okay, so it's a uh, twenty-two on that one. Uh, oh, that one's higher, that's it. You hit it then. Okay, so yeah, as this wooden hammer just crashes into your chest, um, the damage isn't too great. Well, I say that, the damage on the dice isn't great, um, but that's uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage as this crashes into your chest. Uh, but yeah, roll a, roll a strength save to see if this hammer does oh, he's knock not you up off your feet. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Ooh, a whole zero to, to laugh. What have we got? Eleven. Eleven. So yeah, so <laughs> as this, this huge swing hits you straight in the chest, it does lift you off the ground a few feet um, and back to putting you only about sort of three or so foot from the edge of the ring. Um, and before you sort of get on your feet or get your footing, he almost spins around in a twirl, swinging this hammer in a wide arc as he takes a step forward to you, and it crashes into you in the chest again for a... Uh, maybe not, a 14 to hit? That's a miss. Okay, so that one, overestimating how much he pushed you back, this hammer just whooshes right past your chest, just missing you, and with that sort of... Yeah, it, it's, it's onto your turn as he sort of... 
He spins back around and is sort of ready, holding this with two hands again to knock Let's into see you. What we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any magic to push someone? <laughs> Sorry, 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 this is really boring. <laughs> um, in the meantime, if any of you spectate, roll a perception check for the rest of you. Ooh. Ooh. Um, ooh. Oh, I'm actually perceptionist. Natural 20. Ooh. Nice. Wow, okay. 17. 24. Wow, okay. 18. So, for anyone... Um, like your lives. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. For anyone over, on the fi- over 15 then, um, so you'll easily see sort of along his belt and like a, almost like a harness over his shoulders there seems to be like heavy steel weights around it to sort of weigh him down and oh. keep him grounded um with the natural 20 you will know uh, embedded in the shoulder of this harness seems to be a, a small gemstone um if you roll a uh, roll an arcana check arcana. Uh, plus three. 16. okay so, so with a 16 um, I always say sort of like if you're trying to figure out magic it feels like a static in the air type thing and you almost feel an absence of that coming from this gem so it seems to be magic doesn't seem to go anywhere near this that whole feeling doesn't seem to go anywhere near this little gemstone um, but what have we got coming from um, Bright Morningstar and your retaliation to these hammer swings okay he's going to um Firstly, uh, we're just going to cast some things on himself. Okay. Uh, so he's going to cast um, fireball on himself. <laughs> That's it. Like Take it with me. Yeah. Bye bye. Enhancing his ability. Okay. So he's he's just he will just become more ripped. Yeah. Sort of you see him bulging and he's got uh, enhanced. He's got the ability of a bear. Okay. Uh, so no bull. A bull. He's got bull strength. So I've got okay. advantage on strength checks. Um, and my carrying capacity is doubled. That's helpful. Okay. Um, okay. Is that uh, is that bonus action? Or have you got that's action bonus here? action. So you yeah. can actually you can act with a, a quick sort of push or an attack or uh, some yes. maneuver against him. Yeah, he's gonna. Mm. <laughs> he's just gonna. He's like, well, I don't normally um, get my hands dirty, but okay. And he's just gonna run shield first. He he saw the barbarian do it successfully, so he thinks this is the okay. way forwards. <laughs> yeah. Double or nothing, Alice. <laughs> I don't know about this actually. <laughs> okay, so. Um, okay, okay, double. So, well, uh, is that just a, like an opposed strength check you're after? Just see if you could shove him yeah. back towards the. He's obviously going to be going back towards the middle of the ring because you're on the. the end oh, I see. Five. Okay. Yeah, you're sort of you're two foot from the rope. Oh, can uh, I retcon my entire turn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're two foot from the rope. He's a bit in front of I'm not poor. Um, <laughs> so I am actually not going to give... It's the bull strength thing that I've decided to be okay. more cunning, if that's okay. Or attempts to be. Uh, so I'm actually going to go for Cat's Grace. Okay. Well, okay. you're very graceful. Uh, and um, so he's got advantage on dexterity checks um, and doesn't take damage from falling 20 feet. So that, again, useful. Okay. Um, and <laughs> he's going to use his turn to mm-hmm. back away from Rog. Ooh, so he's okay. going to back towards the edge of the, um, the ring. Yeah. And he's going to save the action to dodge. Okay. T- so he's going to use that whole thing to dodge out of the way. Okay. 
Okay, um, and sort of as you're, as you're doing that, you can see he stands there for a second when he gets around his round, and he sort of eyes you up. I'll just see if he can... Okay, so yeah, he eyes you up. He's, I do be seeing what you're doing, but I'd like a challenge. And he sort of, he takes a few more steps back, and he's going to go with an all or nothing. He just runs flat out towards you with his arms out wide, um, and just a attempt of he's either going to take you out and you'll hit the ground. You're both going to go out the ring, but you'll hit the ground first, or he's going to miss completely. House of Village okay. is going to uh, like sidle up to the edge of the ring where uh, Bright is, <coughs> um, and just slyly tap her hand on his back and cast Jump on him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, that means that your jump is your jump distance is now tripled. <sighs> okay. You don't get about this. So, <laughs> he comes barreling towards you. What's your intent as this Goliath is running? Oh, I mean, you? I've obviously, I've got sort of, I'm suddenly feeling more light on my feet, more yeah. able to move, and then I feel this sort of sense of springiness in my legs. <laughs> okay. Like, like Tigger. <laughs> and so, yeah, his, his aim is to jump in the air, sort of do some sort of somersault, I imagine, and land. With rock, with uh, with rock flat on its face, running straight underneath you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, as you run towards you, let, let's do a, a dexterity check on how late you leave this timing. Whether you're trying to leave it so he has no chance to react, or if you do it oh, a bit too, he's a bit too keen. Be his aim. He's very yeah. Good. So how? I mean, you'll succeed, but it's whether he has a chance to react or okay. not. If you leave it to the very last second, or if you jump a bit early. So let's have a let's have a dexterity check. Save that. Uh, just straight, straight dexterity check on sort so of don't you have your advantage because of your yes, yes. So at advantage, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah. So you you time it right. He's not expecting it at all, and you jump just at the last second, almost as he puts his head down to fully commit to this tackle. And he just hits nothing, and he just runs and runs and goes over the ring and sees it, like this rope just pass by <laughs> underneath him, and he's stopped by a tent that is a stall, and he just <laughs> crashes straight through it, and then uh, just sort of from this sudden crumple of canvas and wood and food, just hear a, oh, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been giving you that win. And, like, he doesn't move. He lies there. Bright Morris, he's going to heal. Bright Morris will go over to him. He'll like congratulate him. Here's hey, that. well done, big man. I just, I would never have beat you for strength. Look at the size of you. I mean, I, I've been doing a lot of bits and pieces lately, and this is like a lot of fun. And so, I, I well, you're it. excellent. At it. I mean, I think you should probably stop the cooking and take this up full time. Oh no, no. Yeah, try one of his stews. Oh, huh. well. They're amazing. And um, he sort of looks around. He's uh, uh, over that way. I mean, if uh, I do, um, I'm, when I'm finished up here, I'm going to be doing some stew. Oh, so it is on the house if you want some. Oh, well, that, there's a mighty fine offer. Thank you very much. We will we will come past later, I'm sure. Oh, and uh, I've got to one more thing. And he's sort of got this, uh, this bowel pouch that's been on his hip. And he hands you, if Luke can find it, he hands you a little scroll. scroll. I'll be not knowing if um, if there's told you much about them, but your dragon, your little mecha dragon, will uh, will tell you more. 
And with that, he, he eventually climbs his way out of this wreckage and makes his way back over into the tent. And with that, the crowd cheer and disperse. And then you can see the, uh, the judges sort of starting to, like, anyone else want to battle the dwarf in a, in a contest of strength? And you can see a few people starting to line up. Uh, yeah, so um, he'll go back over to everyone. He says, "Well, my friends, I, I don't normally get my hands dirty, so I think I did quite well." I uh, think you did excellent. I'm very impressed. Cough up, Davin. Davin, my friend. Oh, can I have my dagger back? Oh, what this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, this is like one and only weapon. He pops it back on his side. Uh, so he gave me a little note. Um, now, I'm not the best of reading. Uh, for a hero's strength and mind would not buckle this knight. Ah, you can see with that, that the mech dragon uh, on your shoulder starts to almost like twitch and come to life again as if he's been inactive. Um, Thanks, up, <laughs> ah, ah, I see. Um, oh, you've, you've gained a passage. Excellent. You must have been victorious. I assume it was... Fantastic. But I was I am very on victorious. Battery. Good, good. Um, so the, the passages, uh, when it comes to the, the grand spectre towards the end, when you're chasing the dragon and fighting and doing all the amazing stuff, um, if you they're enchanted that if you read them aloud, you can alter the course of the battle. It will give you great boons or buffs, or if you mess up on something, the almost stars themselves will align and correct it and make sure you're successful. There's um, a few of them to be earned from the trials, actually. Well, I say we, we do some more trials then, my people. Yeah, sounds good. I think we need one for, 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 for the singers amongst us. That Ooh. sounds excellent. Okay. Yeah, more lovers than fighters, really. We think we uh, have... Do you, do you sing um, <coughs> a, a little, little um, hoop girl? Zaheria! <laughs> Zaheria. Oh, I actually, I, I think that's a very delightful name. Oh my god, thank you. A coastal village is lovely. What is that? Is that like... Um, um, is that like uh, tabaxi? I don't know why tabaxi speak, but I'm sure it's that. Is it like is it like that? Because it sounds like something you'd find on a map and like common, but I, just, <laughs> I don't know if that's like a, a, like a thing from your like. It means a place where people live by the sea. Oh my god, that's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I don't. How, how how did you get that name though? It seems a bit odd. How did you get the name Lucas? Well, our parents gave it to me, innit? Exactly. Yeah, but coastal village. Coastal village. It just seems. It's map related. Just oh. I did a lot better than my brother plug hole. <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Everything just for that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Building to that, wasn't it? Yeah. Worth yeah. yeah. it all. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, um, so again, yeah, Glistin is, uh, so where is it then you would all like to try? Next, there's uh, there's some uh, some archery type stuff for the those of you that are, are good with a bow, or if you're fast, there's a, a race of sorts, you get to ride oh. a blink drake in that one, or chase a blink drake in that one, or there is a performance type one as well, where you, you compete to see who can put on the biggest spectacle between us and some judges. Oh, here we go. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Maybe we should do that one next. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was hoping there was going to be a fashion ah. show, but... <laughs> I can provide light. <laughs> <laughs> Lighting is everything. It really Lighting is. is everything, it really is. Okay, so as you um, make your way off from this bit, you can see at this point, 
a few people from the crowd start to like follow you. They don't stay long, but you can hear mumbles of like, oh, that's the heroes for tonight. That's our heroes. Um, they, they sort of realize quickly, sort of, uh, you can see the, the, um, the wandering sort of um, officials of the event usher them to the side like, yes, they are, but please do not bother them too much. Oh, I like this. <coughs> Lucas appreciates not being bothered too much. Yeah. Um, however, you do have one um, uh, sort of a fairly young, you assume, for an elf. She looks quite childlike, um, burst from the crowd, um, and she brings over um, to you. She's got a uh, sort of a leather-wrapped satchel, um, and she just pushes it into uh, Zahiria's hand. She pushes it towards you. Um, uh, that's uh, that's just from our family um, for the for the festival, and she makes her way off. Okay. I've got a thing, guys. I, I've just handed this. Well, thing. That, that looks like your like one of your fans. Oh, I mean that would make sense actually. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's true. That's true. That's true. I did post some posters up saying that I was going to be here, so I'm hopefully hopefully people will come. Maybe for like a little meet and greet or something. Our gifts are lovely. Um, it must be sponsored or something. Like, you know. What what is it? What is it? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a. Sure. Would Would you like someone to draw it as you open? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be really good actually. And she pulls like a scroll out of it and with a quill. She's like, oh, God, that would be brilliant. Thank you so much. That would be really great for. I've just got. I've, I'll put my bow places, you know, so just people can see. Um, uh, yes, but she's going to open the satchel. Okay, so as you uh, open up and roll it, it's sort of a, like a um, like a leather sheet with little straps across it, um, and it's it's full of very old but very well maintained sort of like tailor's tools, like um, snips and needles and all sorts of bits and pieces. Um, you can see sort of glistening, sort of twitching his head side to side. Um, ah. I think you've been given a gift. I apologize for not explaining it sooner, but it's part of the tradition of the festival um, as after the dragon had sowed its chaos and destroyed a lot of the land and towns and villages, um, it just became a thing that the villagers would take things they had from their homes um, or trinkets or tools or anything for them that could help someone in the next town over and people would just trade useful items across and we keep that going in this festival but if there is anything you have um find someone and give it to them and it may be useful to them in the future Ooh. you don't have to it's just part of uh, it's it's if anyone comes up and tries to hand you random gifts that's that's the reason behind it these are like tealish tools and stuff this will be really good for is, I don't know. I guess, has anyone got any clothing that they want to be prepared? Because if uh, I've got some things that can do that, I don't know how well I can do it myself. Could you add like more sparkles onto me? <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> will. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, can, can just, just like, 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 like cover me, cover me in like sparkles and things. Zahira's never been more excited in her life. <laughs> She's running straight over to Eileen. Yeah. And she is there, like, trying to see if there's any, like, I'm sure she's got a pocket of glitter or something like that. Probably. Yes, yes, put more, put more. Oh, I've got, I've got glitter. Here we go. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. Pass it's, me that. And it's I edible, but... It's edible. I don't know why you need that information, but it's there. It's good to know. It's fine. It like... makes me taste nice as well. Go for it. Now, now Dave, after this um, festival, I feel like we should explore this... Um, <laughs> edible glitter. Edible glitter. glitter. Yeah. I'm quite... Well, that's what you do with it, darling, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, with a new, much fancier-looking party, you make your way over to the performance trial, I assume? Yeah, oh yes. Yep? Yeah. Okay. So, we will take a break in a second, but just before we do that, so, 
as you arrive at this one again, you can see it's almost uh, into a field backed by a forest and um, sort of a bit, again, away from the crowd, there's this huge sort of, um, like a stage of sorts, sort of a, comes up about 30 foot high um, and sort of about 50 foot wide and 20 foot deep. And um, on the stage is two very elegant looking mages, you can assume by the, the way they're dressed and the one has a staff and the other has a wand in his hand. Uh, and the judge, again, seeing you coming with Glisten on your shoulder, another hero group ready to take on the trial of performance tonight, I guess. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Excellent. I'll give you a quick rundown. We'll whip up an audience and then we'll get right to it. So for this one, you can work in pairs. Any two of you can take stage. And your goal will be to start with in the first round, you will have one spell or one action or one thing each you will do. And you'll try and put on more of a spectacle and more of a performance than the competitors, and he gestures up to the other two mages already on the stage. Then in the second round, you will have two things you can do, and in the third, you'll have three. And in a best two out of three contest, whoever puts on the best performance will win a passage of the festival. Mm. Okay, and with that, if you're if you're ready, take the stage, and I'll whip up a crowd. I guess it's me and you always again. <laughs> Of course, Davin. Now, I, you know what kind of performance this is, right? I'm not entirely sure. You you normally go first. What do you want to do? I thought we could, I like, know. you know. Have you got, have you got a pole? Davin, 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 do I have a pole? I could get you a pole. Don't yeah, get a pole, yeah. The pole. Play, play a bit of music. Okay, okay. I'll right play on. some music. I'll put some lights around you. Want to pull? Yeah. Take okay. your top off. It's much better. <laughs> <laughs> you can see, uh, um, just before he whips up the audience, he gives a few claps to his hand, uh, and there's uh, a few sort of assistants that go under the stage, and they come out with all sort any instruments you want, um, anything like that they have ready to hand. And then we'll pick up this trial then after a quick break. What could it be? <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> Okay, so that's it. <laughs> we'll be about 15 minutes or so. Yeah, 15, 20. Oh, oh. Yeah. For Twitch. Uh, otherwise, obviously, for YouTube, the next episode will be carrying on. We'll see how far they get. They're doing pretty well so far. Um, Luke's panicking for time, but that's fine. I will breeze through the rest of the trials and not get too sucked <laughs> in myself. And we'll just see you all there. Uh, there's something you have to tell the audience to do, though. You do, yeah. I do. Before I can play this. I do, and it is... Oh! Yes. <laughs> 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 we do it every I'm drunk on cough medicine at the minute. <laughs> so, go forth into the world and roll the damn dice. Right, and Zaheria, Davin, and Lucas, and Lee's and Coastal Village are doing trials of daring do and hopefully something to Pillage. It seems the bright mostly just gives off light. Could have lost without the tabaxi. <laughs> will Davon give in to Bright's advances, or will he end up yelling taxi? <laughs> Did you write right. tabaxi and taxi? Yay! Bye. 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 Bye.